Hey, Cliff Ravenscraft here. Welcome to episode number 10 of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a recording of an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. It's episode number 647, and I recorded it on Saturday, June 27th, 2020. And what you are about ready to hear is a man who has already been podcasting and and he has a passion for podcasting beyond your wildest imagination, has loads and loads of people asking him for advice and saying, how do you do these things that you do? And he's already had lots of people saying, dude, you need to do, you need to start charging people money for this. You need to, to start making some money from this passion that you have, because this is clearly something that you're gifted at. However, Mark, the person who is, Uh, submitting a question to me that you're about ready to hear, Mark had some concerns. It's like, I just don't know that I'm ready to start coaching. I just don't know that I can start paying or charging people money. I, I feel like there's just still so much more that I need to achieve before I feel confident as a coach, that I that I have value to offer to people. Now, you're you may be coaching and desire to coach in a completely different field, but my guess is that if you are listening to this podcast, you may feel some of the things that Mark has expressed in the question that he submitted via audio. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play for you right here, right now, the entire episode of 647 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I, all I'm doing here in Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching is recording this intro, but I'm just going to let the rest of this thing roll and let you hear all of that in, in its entirety, and I'm not going to come back into the end of this episode to, to say anything else to wrap it up, but I, before I hit play here, I encourage you to take all of your coaching efforts to the next level and live the life you feel called to do in this world. Do the work you feel called to do. All right, here it is, episode 647 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. Every week, the show opens the same. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in this world. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in this world. And that is going to be the focus of a question from my great friend Mark Jeffrey in the UK. Now, Mark has been a subscriber of my Audio Journal podcast for, well, quite some time. And if you've been listening to this show recently, you know that I've been creating a series of episodes with my thoughts, my notes, my my thinking process of my mindset and how uh, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is absolutely just uh, 
resonating at a different level than it ever has in the previous times I've gone through the book. And so far in one week, I created 16 episodes with my thoughts on Think and Grow Rich. And so far, that's only three and a half chapters into the book. So there's more to come, Mark Jeffrey, and everyone else subscribe to the audio journal, which you can find over at mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal, by the way mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. But anyway, Mark's been listening to the podcast and he has a question that I think will resonate with you. And so I want you to listen to Mark's question and see if there isn't something inside of you where you can relate to what Mark is asking here. And then I'm going to break down Mark's everything that Mark, listen to what Mark says in his question. Listen to all the language he uses. Because once Mark has finished leaving his question here, or expressing his question, I'm then going to break it down line by line by line and answer Mark thoroughly. And if there's something within Mark's question that resonates with you, my hope is that you will come away with this with as just as much value and inspiration and insight into how to pursue right now your passion, your dream to do what you feel most called to do in the world. And and just a little spoiler, I'm not going to tell Mark to jack in his job. Which I love this. I love I love having listeners from all over the world and hear the different language they use. Uh, I'd never heard the phrase jacking in your job. And if you haven't no clue what that means, when you hear it in Mark's question in context, it's going to sound awesome. Uh, with an incredibly awesome uh, UK accent. So, Mark Jeffrey, here it is. This is your time to shine, my friend. Take it away. Hi, Cliff. It's Mark here again. Uh, Wow. Another four podcasts I've listened from you from this morning. Your new lot on the audio journal. And I am super, super buzzing, my friend. So, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. Normally, I don't ask people for their advice unless I have something to offer them in return. That's just the way I do things. But I am drawn to send you a message here now. I have set out my goals. Like I say, I'm a postal worker, as you may remember. I don't enjoy the job, and I've been wanting for a long, long time to get out of it. But I've had this negative belief all of the time that has been on my mind. Now, my issue is, is I'm always getting people all of the time saying, Mark, I love your audio quality on your podcast. How do you get it to sound so amazing? Mark, can you give us some help on podcasting, setting up a podcast? And have you got any advice? Have you got any tips? I'm always getting people coming up to me, asking me podcasts podcast questions all of the time and I've had loads and loads of people from CEOs of business asking for my advice and tips and yeah you get the gist of it and I'm really really good at communicating with people and lots lots of people have said to me Mark it's time that you jacked in your job at Royal Mail and it's time that you started making some money from your love of podcasting and yes I totally agree I'm not going to chuck my job in completely I'm going to work up to a stage where I can one day jack in my job but the one negative belief that has been there on my shoulders all the time is how can can I give people advice? How can I coach people and ask them for a chunk of money unless I have achieved that myself? Now, 
what I'm getting at is how can I tell people to get a thousand listens and to grow their podcast and to be an amazing standard when I haven't achieved that myself? So the question I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, is do I start my coaching courses? Do I jump ahead and open myself up to people and give advice offer my services for an hour at a time and charge people to make the money that I need to to be able to pack in my job or do I start from scratch put all of that advice that I've got for people into action get my podcast to a level where I can then say people I have achieved it this is how I achieved it and I can practice what I preach are you with me do I build up my podcast build up my listener figures so that i can show people that i've achieved it or do i teach people and coach people at the stage i'm at now how to be a successful podcaster how to interview people properly how to um, have the right equipment etc etc i hope you don't feel i'm being cheeky i just wish that i could offer you something in exchange for your advice but my friend thank you so much it's your fault <laughs> all of this amazing podcast for the audio journal that you're whacking out you've inspired me to say now enough's enough i need to be at a stage where i need to be making money from my passion and i need to be helping other people to achieve their passions so it's kind of your fault my friend <laughs> take care have a great day look after yourselves all right mark thank you so much for that uh question i'm so thrilled that you sent it and i'm thrilled that the audio journal is the source of inspiration for you to sign finally say you know what enough is enough i i'll take that blame i'm honored to accept that on my shoulders that I am responsible for you to finally say enough is enough after such a long time. All right, so I'm going to answer your question, Mark, line by line. One of the things that I love to do as a coach is I listen for language I, I, and I try to see what is the question behind the question, the questions you're not even asking yourself. First, I want to let you know, I am going to answer your question it's flat out. Should I wait until I've achieved success and this say this is how I've done it before I start charging people money or should I go ahead and start with where I'm at right now in the journey and start creating courses and make myself available for one-on-one -on -one coaching and slowly build it up until I've made enough money? Uh, I I'm going to answer that question. But I want to let you know there's more. I'm going to answer questions you didn't even ask. And so I'm going to do it by going through the transcription of your question that I created right before I hit record on this podcast episode. So first of all, line number one here I have that Mark has listened to four more episodes of the audio journal that was just published that morning. <laughs> and I love what he says. He says, I'm super buzzing my friend. Now, there is something powerful in that language within itself. I've listened to four episodes and I'm super buzzing, my friend. Now, while I don't know that I've ever used that language, I'm super buzzing, but uh, it, it is 
a very fitting term, especially given the language of an explanation of what is happening when you have positive thoughts about things that you want in life, as talked about in the in the philosophy of success by Napoleon Hill, which I've been covering episode. I mean, he's listened to sixteen episodes of me talking about uh, Napoleon Hill talking about energy energy forces, wavelengths of frequencies, frequencies of thoughts, and vi- the these thoughts vibrate at different th- frequencies. And I know it sounds crazy, but if you've listened to the to the Audio journal, these things aren't as new age pseudoscience sounding as as they as I used to think they were, but it actually makes sense just like radio frequencies. But anyway, he's now buzzing. He's now he's now feeling energy resonating inside of his body at a different level. It's like, man, I'm listening to this and I'm getting excited. There's something about me that's coming alive. I'm like, this is it's like it's like, whoa, this is crazy. I feel like energy is emanating from me. It's like now it's like all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm buzzing, my friend. So I want you to notice that because you've been introduced to such clear thought about how to create a desire within yourself, how what, what that desire, the purpose of that desire, what that desire is calling f- forth from you, all of that, you've been listening to that, you've been listening to the power of thought, you've been ta- listening to the power of belief, and all of a sudden now, as a result of all of this, it's caused you to start having some dominated thoughts. If, if you if you listen to me for 16 episodes in a row within a single week about this, your thoughts are now becoming dominated around the idea of you pursuing a burning desire that you have. So it's not surprising to me that all of a sudden now, because just one week of listening to 16 episodes of the audio journal, that you're starting to feel this buzzing sensation, this this energy inside of you. That's awesome. So number one, that's line number one in in his question. Now, the next one is this. Normally, I don't ask people for their advice unless I have something to offer them in return, okay? That's not the source, that's not the focus of your question, but I will tell you this is a standard that you have in life. This is something that you believe that for me to be able to ask advice, I should be. I should always make sure that I have something to offer in return, I kind of like that as a standard. It, it sounds very laudable. It sounds it, it sounds like a, a a very nice way to go about life. The interesting thing is that it presupposes that you violated that here. You says normally I wouldn't do this. It, it kind of you're saying, Cliff. Normally I wouldn't do what I'm about ready to do because my typical standard for living is that I wouldn't ask somebody like you for their advice unless I had something to offer them in return. But I'm going to make an exception this time, Mark. I I'm going to press back on you, and this is one of those questions you didn't ask. You have not violated that, my friend. You haven't. Because what I'm telling you here, and I want you to hear this, you have plenty to offer me in return. Matter of fact, you've already given me so much. You see, Mark, you have been a subscriber to the Audio Journal for an extremely lengthy period of time. 
there are very few people since I started the audio journal that have signed up to pay $10 a month. I mean, relatively to the size of my audience, the reach and the potential, and that has a lot to do with how I've just chosen to market it, and I haven't marketed it. It's just been there for people who are true fans. I said, hey, if you like this, if get it. If not, it's no big deal. I've, it's only recently that I've decided to start marketing it at a higher level because I, I think that with this series of Think and Grow Rich and some other stuff that I'm getting ready to bring through, it's like it, it, this is becoming more serious to me. But Mark, you've already given me so much. I mean, even monetarily on a month-to-month basis. I mean, you're on you're spending a investing a hundred and twenty dollars a year to listen to a con, to a podcast that I'm creating. So you've already offered me that. Uh, not only have you offered me that, but you're one of those people in my community that offers me encouraging words. You, When I talked about Voxer so many, like a year ago, maybe it was, yeah, it was about a year ago, I started using Voxer and I did a podcast episode. Hey guys, if you want to connect with me sometime, reach me, you know, reach out to me and, and, and just have a chat jump on Voxer, send me a message, and you have been reaching out to me. You've been initiating messages to me via Voxer. That's, my, by the way, for those that don't know this, Voxer is a voice messaging app, and that's how Mark sent me that. He did not intend for this to be a podcast episode. When he asked me this question, he asked me via Voxer. Typically, I would respond to him via Voxer, just like you heard his voice. I would send a similar sounding quality of, of audio back to him. But instead of answering his question in Voxer, I say, hey, Mark, do you mind if I use this as a podcast episode? He says, absolutely, Cliff, go right ahead. So, Mark, when I said, hey, would you like to connect with me? I would love to hear from you. You responded. You offered that back. And since then... I've continually, you've one of the things that I love is it's not like you've sent me a message every single day and 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 overwhelmed me with your responses or anything like that. You haven't. You've been very respectful, but at the same time, pretty consistently, about once a month, sometimes two times, maybe three times a month, I get a note from you and say, "Hey, Cliff, I just listened to this episode," and you, and then you you've showered me with positive, affirming thankfulness and gratitude towards the content that I've created. And that's powerful. And I thank you for that. You've already offered. So first of all, I want you to know that you already, and that's what you've already offered, but you still, even within yourself, you already have so much more to offer me. And, and you know, hey, you instead you could say, hey, normally I wouldn't do this. I know I don't have anything to offer you in return, but I'm going to ask you this question anyway. But what you could have said, listen, normally I don't ask people for advice unless I have something to offer in return. And while I can't think of anything right now to offer you in exchange for this, I'd like to ask you this question. But in return, if there's ever anything that I could do for you, please let me know and I will be able, I will do whatever I can to be of service to you. But I want you to understand you do have plenty to offer me and you have plenty to offer lots of other people. So, a little side venture, if you don't mind, down into something that you didn't bring up. You did not violate your principle. Now, you said, normally I don't ask people for their advice unless I have something to offer in return. We've got that, blah, blah, blah. Now, I love this. He says, but I'm drawn to send you a message here now. 
I want you to pause for just a moment, Mark, and I want you to think about why you used that language. Did you notice you this? It's like you feel drawn to. It's like there's something inside of me pushing me forward. It's like I'm. It's like there's this invisible force that's saying, "Do it, do it, go." Now's the time. Hello, I want you to listen to that. I want you to hear that inner voice that's that's compelling you to action. That voice is always there, but you're starting to be open to it in a way that you hadn't before. And that's why you are now drawn to take steps, no matter how small those steps are towards living the life of your dreams and doing the work that you're, you feel most called to do. But there's some, I want you to realize, Mark, I want you to sit down and say, wow, wait a second, Cliff's right. There, there is something inside of me that's compelling me forward, that's pushing me in a direction. And I need to stop getting in the way. I need to lot stop letting beliefs like I don't have anything of value to offer Cliff. Why would I why why should I even bother him with my question and ask for advice? Because I I I just have don't you you need to stop letting limiting beliefs even as little as that. Actually, it's not little. That's a big one. If it's if it don't let any belief, any thought keep you from taking the actions that your subconscious mind is compelling you to take. You have to start being attuned to your subconscious mind. Let it compel you. Let it show you the way. Let it give you the plans for the accomplishment of the desire that you have. If you feel drawn to do something, evaluate that and take action as long as it is not out of alignment with your core values. And by the way, if it is out of alignment with your core values, ask yourself, are those values serving you? Now, certainly I'm not saying that you should do something that's immoral or unjust or anything like that, but sometimes the the standards that we hold for ourselves are arbitrary and we're, we adopted them from people who said things, who had limiting beliefs and had a different model of the world about how things ought to be. And quite frankly, those things are just holding a lot of people back. So sometimes just listening to what your subconscious mind is trying to compel you to do to move forward towards the life you want or the life you desire or the work you feel most called to do or in my own model of the world, the the life for which you were created to live. I, I love that you said, but I'm drawn to send you this message now in spite of what I'm believing in my head about my appropriateness of doing so. I love that, Mark. I'm thrilled that you allowed your subconscious mind to win this one. Thank you. All right. I love you. Okay. You said, I have set up my goals. Boom. I Let me just translate that for you, Mark. You said, I've decided what I want. I've got some clarity about the outcome that I desire in my life. I've got, I have a picture in my mind of where I want to go. I have more clarity right now about something that's not currently a part of my life, but I desperately have a burning, raging desire to see come to fruition. 
that's what you said when you said, I've set up my goals. So, so I, I just want you to hear the power of the fact that I ha- you say, I've set up my goals. I hear, I've decided what I want in my life, and I'm determined to get it. <laughs> I love it. He goes, as you know, I'm a postal worker for Royal Mail. And I do know this because I'm connected with you on Instagram, and I see your Instagram stories where I see you in a the front seat or the driver's seat of your Royal Mail truck. Uh, with your Royal Mail vest on, and 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 uh, I, I love following you and connecting with you in Instagram. So yes, I do know that you are a postal worker for Royal Mail in the UK. The next line in your question, you said, "I don't enjoy the job, and I've been wanting for a long, long time to get out of it." All right, I don't enjoy the job, and I've been one. So first of all, I don't enjoy the job. Well, there's a lot of things we don't enjoy in our lives. And there are some things that we don't enjoy that if we decide that, you know what, if this is going to be a part of my life uh, for an extended period of time or maybe for the rest of my life, maybe there are some things that I could do to change it to where not only to go from something that I don't enjoy to something that I do enjoy, to something that I look forward to every day, something that I see as I can reframe it in a different way. And by the way, this is something that I help a lot of people with through the coaching that I do. Now, it doesn't seem to me that that's a desired part of where you want to go in life. And so, I'm okay with you not enjoying your job. I'm okay with you having discomfort there. I'm totally fine with you being dissatisfied and unfulfilled in your day job as a postal worker for the Royal Mail. Sounds to me like uh, when it comes down to what your subconscious mind is telling you that you're created for, that 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 you feel as a part of your dream future, that there's something more. And, and I love what I consider to be something called holy discontent, all right? Now, I don't, Mark, this is something I don't know about you. I don't know if we share a, a similar faith background or not, and it's not important. But the one thing is, is, is it's clear that you don't desire to work for Royal Mail or the Postal Service for the rest of your life. And so, with that, listen to what your subconscious mind has been telling you. You said, I've been wanting to uh, I've been w- wanting for a long, long time. Now, long, long, I don't know what long, long is. I don't, long, long could be for several weeks for some people. And Mark, for you, long, long could be for months or years. Uh, I have no idea what a long, long time is. But it sounds to me, the fact that you said long, long, there's what you consider to be a long time and it's ex- it's been extended, all right? To, and, and I love the word, to get out of it. All right, so language is important to me. That means that you feel stuck, that you're inside a box that that you feel is restricting you from living who you fully are created to be. You said that to get out of it, if you've been following me for some time, which I know you have, Mark, you've likely seen the Free the Dream logo. And the Free the Dream logo it shows a birdcage where the... The door has been opened, and there is a bird that has taken flight, and it's got trailing fle- feathers left in the air, floating in the ether, if you will, <laughs> using language from Think and Grow Rich that used to sound freaky and, and pseudoscience to me, but it 
certainly makes a lot of sense if you just Google search the definition of ether. But um, in the ether, there there's the floating fle- feathers. But but it sounds to me like what you're saying is like for a long, long time, I've been stuck inside a cage. I know that for some reason I have these wings, but inside this cage, I've never been able to put them to use and I want to get out. For a long, long time, I've had a desire to get out of the cage called Royal Mail. <laughs> All right, so that's what I'm hearing. Tell me if that's resonating with you, Mark. All right, so the next line here, you said, I've had this negative belief. I'm Number one, I love that you're beginning to recognize that the thoughts and beliefs that you have are simply that. They're just thoughts and beliefs, and they're negative, and that they're holding you back. The fact that you're aware of that, Mark, already is radically having a profound impact on your ability to live your dream, to pursue the work you feel most called to do in this world. All right, so I've had this negative belief all the time. That He says, this that has been on my mind. So listen to this. I have this negative light, my, or this negative belief, the, these thoughts, if you will, that has been on my mind, and you use the phrase all the time. It goes over, it's like every day I hear these. Now, if you go back, and I think it was episode 646, it was the previous episode right before this, I talked about dominating thoughts. Go back and listen to that episode about dominating thoughts, about, oh, I'm just not good enough, I can't do this, what, I mean, why would anybody listen to me because, you know, I, I, I'm really no more special, there's a lot of other people out there who are well, well more qualified than I am to give you the advice that you desire, um, you know, you, you know, there's, and, and all of a sudden, when you start letting those things dominate your mind, and that's the habitual thought pattern, those, th- and, and you start feeling some things as it relates to it, then all of a sudden those thoughts get magnetized and, and bring in others like it. And that's why you're actually even using the language. By the way, your message here came in before I even talked in episode 646. I re- I recorded and published episode 646 yesterday before you sent me this message. So I know you hadn't listened to that, but now go back and listen to episode 646 of the Cliff Raymond's Craft Show. And then, you, listen, I've had this negative belief all of the time that has been on my mind, and it will continue to be on your mind until you kick it out, all right? All right, so, and then you said uh, the next line, and the next line is all really powerful stuff that I encourage you to focus on, all right? These are all very awesome things. You said, I'm always getting people all the time saying dot, dot, dot. Now, listen to this. I'm always getting people all the time saying, Mark, I love your audio quality on your podcast. How did you get it to sound so amazing? I'm always getting people all the time asking, Mark, can you give us some help on setting up a podcast? You're always getting people all of the time saying, Mark, have you got any advice and tips for me related to and fill in the blank? You said that um, I'm always getting people coming up to me, asking me 
podcast questions all of the time. Hello, my friend. If I don't know if you believe in God, if you want to believe in some sort of uh, destiny, but you're you're getting a message from the universe somewhere. Something something's trying to tell you something, Mark. Hello. Uh, th- <laughs> there's a message for you here. Are you? It, it's it's. Are you listening? All of the time, this is happening. You've got. You said loads of CEOs from businesses are asking for my advice. Loads of CEOs from businesses are asking for your advice, Mark. You said, hey, one thing is, I'm really good at communicating with people. Now, I'm going to say something, and I, one thing I love is how, how you phrase that in such a positive way. But Mark, if you will allow me to suggest to you you are way undervaluing your communication skills. My friend, you are excellent at communicating with people. It is your zone of genius, if you use the language from Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. I know this because I know other people who listen to your show, who have checked it out as a result of uh, my com- you showing up in my community in the past, and somebody's like, "Man, Mark, you're that dude." I listen to his show; it's, it's freaking amazing. I have no idea why he doesn't do. And and I heard people, and I'm like, "I know, I know. He'll get there. Uh, he'll he'll eventually come around. Just you wait and see. Just you wait." Um, but you're you're not just really good at communicating with people. You're excellent. You're, it's your zone of genius. You are gifted in the art of communication. My friend, a lot of people communicate to me and very few do I feel live up to the level of communication when you and I interact with one another. One of the reasons why I'm doing an entire podcast, do you th- Mark, let me ask you something. Do you think that this is the first question I've received in a long time via Voxer from somebody in my community asking me for a question? <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure you know the answer is no. Let me ask you this. How many questions via Voxer have I featured in the Cliff Ravenscraft show? Now, why do you think that I am including your episode or your question in audio form in the Cliff Ravenscraft. It's because it is freaking communicated in such a powerful way that, oh my gosh, so many other people are going to resonate with it. They're going to see themselves in your story and in your question. And just the fact that you asked the question in the way that you did, it's going to awaken something in the rest of my audience. It was Your question was so powerful in the way that it was communicated that I felt compelled. There was there was something within me that says, Cliff, you've got to take his audio, put it in your show, transcribe it line by line, and use this because it's powerfully communicated and is going to resonate with other people who are just like Mark. You, my friend, are far beyond really good at communicating with people, and I just wanted to suggest that to you. All right, next line. (laughs) I love this. Lots 
and lots of people have said to me, Mark, it's time that you jacked in your job at Royal Mail, and it's time you started making some money from your love of podcasting. Now, here's what I want to tell you. Or actually, I, I here's here's what I'm going to assume because I know this. I, I've I've been right where you are right now. I've specifically been in your shoes. This is back in 2006. I had the same people don't, saying the same thing. They didn't tell me to jack in my job, uh, but they said it's time to tell the insurance career goodbye. It's time to say, hey, take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Uh, but I I've so been where you are. And, and let me ask you, Mark, I want you to ask yourself this question. Haven't you been telling yourself that before any of those people spoke up? I, I know you may not have been conscious to it, but evaluate it. Did you, didn't you feel some things before other people? Didn't you already have a, what would life be like if I could do this instead of working at Royal Mail? Now, you may or may not have given yourself permission to speak those words out loud, to consciously chew on those thoughts, but when they came up, you, you may have been like me, and back in the day, what I did is those thoughts came up and I like repressed them. I pushed them down, and so people would ask me all sorts of questions, and I'd give them advice, and, and they're like, dude, you should do this for a living. You know, one day you're going to actually do this. This will be your full-time career. You know, everybody sees it. I, I mean, it's clear to me that you, you were made for this, Cliff. I mean, this is what you should be doing with your life. I mean, this is your gift. This is your calling. Does that sound familiar to you, Mark? I'm asking you. I, I By the way, I know the answer already, but I... Yes, I've been there way before the loads and loads of people. Is it loads? Yeah, way before the lots and lots of people had said to you, I know for a fact your subconscious mind has been communicating to you. Now, again, I'm not suggesting you need to, to share my faith perspective, but I, I believe this is a message that was planted in, in you from the time you were born. I, I believe this is a part of who, it, 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 I'm not saying teaching people how to podcast is your ultimate purpose in life, but I, it seems to be clear from, for me on the outside from everything how you have so geniusly communicated your question. It is clear to me that getting paid to teach and coach others around podcasting is certainly one of the next steps to make you closer, to get you closer and closer to becoming who you were created to be in this world, to serve at the highest level your purpose for being on this planet. All right? So let me see here. Lots and lots of people said to me, Mark, it's time you jacked in the job. It's time that you make money from your love of podcasting. And then you said, and yes, I totally agree. Now, going to pause on that language again. After I, For those of you in audio here, uh, I'm not going to do any editing on this episode, but I am going to take a drink of water. All right. So, you said, after people have told you, lots and lots of people, dude, it's time you jacked in the job, and it's time for you to start making money for your, from your love of podcasting, and you said, yes, I totally agree. Now, I want you to just go and do a Google search for the definition of totally. 
All right? I just, just go do it. Sometimes the language we use, we just use it because of context, but I'm telling you there's, a, there's something in the actual definition of the word totally that you need to know that your subconscious mind is communicated. Yes, I totally agree. I, I'm not going to do that work for you, but I encourage you to pause, go Google search the definition of totally, and see if there isn't a message for you right there, Mark. All right. Now, the next line. I'm not going to chuck my job in completely. Well, I, I would not encourage you to do so. <laughs> you haven't started making money from it. Uh, I Yeah. You said, I'm going to work up to a state where I can one day jack in my job. I, I love this. I, I love the British uh, phrases for, for ta- you know, for, for quitting the day job. I jack in my job. Uh, I, I wonder if I should work that into the title of this episode. Are you ready to jack in your job and do the work you feel most called to do in the world? Hmm. That might be a good episode title. But anyway, I, dude, I'm totally on board with you. I do not think you're in a place where it's time to chuck in the job completely or to, to, and I totally am on board with working yourself up to a state where your life is ready for you to jack in the job. All right. So I love that. Uh, Totally on board with you. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. But the one negative belief that has been there on my shoulders all of the time. Okay, before we even get into it, the one negative belief, it's on your shoulders all of the time. It's whispering into your ear, you can't do this. You can't do this. You're an imposter. You're a fraud. Oh, there's so many other people who are better than you. I mean, you have no experience. Look at you. You haven't been able to do this. Blah. Mark, does that sound familiar? You, By the way, did you tell me any of those phrases? No. Have you ever spoken those phrases to me? No. But did I or did I not just use word for word exactly the phrases you've been hearing from that little voice that's been on your shoulder as you say, all the time. It's been those thoughts, by the way, that belief has been reinforced by all of those thoughts through the power of auto suggestion. Go back and listen to episode 646 of this podcast and you'll you'll get what I'm talking about. Through the power of auto suggestion, you've allowed all these thoughts. You you say it's been on in my shoulder, here on my shoulders all the time. It's as though something's actually whispering these in my ears. And, and by the way, listen to this. If anybody else that's listening, because I know I'm talking to Mark, but I'm going to speak to you for just a moment. Not, not Mark, but I'm going to speak to you for just a moment. Did you listen to episode 646? If not, stop right now, go back, listen to episode 646, and then come back. Welcome back for those of you who did that. All right. Did you hear in episode 646 that I told you that thoughts are things. It's the first phrase that Napoleon Hill says in chapter one. I believe it was chapter one of the book. And let me just confirm this. It's been a couple, it's been about a week since I started this. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so it's not the first words. But, oh, okay, wait a second. Maybe it is because that was the preface. Yep. Uh, Yeah, chapter one, here it is, chapter one. It says, truly, 
Thoughts are things, and powerful things at that. When mixed with purpose, persistence, and a burning desire for their translation into the material. All right. So thoughts are things. They're immaterial. I in in episode six forty six, I told you thoughts, or at least I told you that Napoleon Hill is saying that thoughts are a form of energy. They are a, for, a form of energy that are vibrating at a specific frequency and they're coming into your mind and your mind is tuning into that frequency. And, and if you've listened to 646, you know that doesn't sound new agey. You know that doesn't sound pseudoscience. You know that that doesn't sound like, uh, like Cliff's gone off the deep end. No, this is true. Because here's what I can tell you. There's a guy downtown in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is about 25 miles away from, or it's, it's about actually straight as the crow flies, about nine miles down the road. And there's a guy inside of a building speaking into a microphone and that his voice, his words are being, coming out of his mouth and the, 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 his the voice box is taking air from his lungs and forcing it out of his mouth through waves of energy taking the electrons and all the stuff in the air and it's causing vibrations to go into a microphone and the microphone has a little thing in there that that is allowing it to to be compelled by vibrating energy in the ether to to vibrate that little thing the coil inside of the microphone which then vibrates it into uh, electrical signal signals and it goes all the way into some equipment and then all of a sudden those electrical signals that that carry the vibrating frequency of that vibration is then going all the way through all of this amplified energy equi- equipment that then takes it and sends it out a tower on top of the building and then sends that invisibly through the ether. Go look up the definition of ether on Google if you haven't. It's not so new agey pseudoscience as you think. But it sends it through the ether and it comes through here and guess what? Do you hear that guy's voice right now? Do you hear it? No. Why? Because I'm not tuned into the frequency of 102.7 FM. I'm not, but I tell you what, if I put, if I pulled up a radio right here and I turned it on and I tuned it to 102.7 FM and I put it on my shoulder and turn on the radio and turn it up, all of a sudden that energy, those wavelengths, the frequency of vibration at that frequency of 102.7 uh, what is that, Mil- megahertz or whatever, uh, kilohertz, I have no idea. But anyway, 102.7, that frequency of going through energy through the ether is going to come here and my my antenna of the radio is going to pick it up, that signal right here. It's penetrated through the walls of this house and it's going to, and I could put it on my shoulder and it could be talking and that person's, that person's voice from nine miles down the road or it could be a hundred miles away. It doesn't matter. It, it's going to be penetrated. It's, it's going to go through and if I want to I could put that radio here and that voice could be here all of the time and that guy could dominate my thoughts all day long as long as I stay tuned to that station now guess what I could turn that guy off if I want to and you could turn those thoughts off if you want to as well all right but 
let's go on. But the one negative belief that has been there, supported, by the way, by repeated thoughts of all sorts of similar nature, go back to episode 646, is there all the time. Okay, now, let's hear what those, let's hear what, we know that you've been tuned into a station of thoughts, all right, and now we're going to hear what the the broadcaster on the other end, you know, that's been going out through the ether, let's just see what they've been telling you. Oh, how can I give people advice? How can I coach people? I mean, how on earth can I ask people for a chunk of a chunk of money unless I've achieved what it is that they've asked for myself? All right? By the way, those are those are okay questions. Let's ask them. How can I tell people to get a thousand listens to their podcast and grow their podcast to this amazing level of success that I haven't achieved myself? Well, actually, I think those that's a valid question. I don't know that that's actually a negative belief. Uh, those, those are thoughts in the form of a question. And Mark, I think those are great questions. I don't think they're negative at all. How can I give people advice and coach people and ask them for a chunk of money unless I've achieved that uh, success? And, and you clarified, what, what am, wait a second, this is what I'm saying. How can I tell people how to get a thousand listeners to their podcast if I haven't ever grown my own podcast to a thousand listeners? How can I help some, how can, if somebody comes to me and says, hey, how do I get into the top 10 of my category in iTunes, I want I I want you to give me tips and advice on how to get there. How can I do that and ask them to give me money if I haven't ever done that myself? Well, first of all, I think those are great questions to ask. And you know what? I think it's possible that you can, with integrity, do those things under the right circumstances. You see, when I started podcast answer man the podcast in december of 2006 i said hey guys cliff ravenscraft here this is my first episode of podcast answer man i i've been podcasting for a year now as a hobby i'm absolutely in love with it i have more podcasts in existing than i ever dreamed possible i i i'm consumed by this night and day i love it it's my greatest passion and recently i decided to ask myself and allow myself i gave myself permission what would life be like if i did this full time and uh so i've decided that man wouldn't it be cool if within the next five years I could go full-time and jack in my job at the insurance office? I didn't use the language jack in my job, but I love it. I'm going to adopt jack in my job. Ah, gosh. So, hey, guys, so I wouldn't it be cool if five years from now I'm going to start offering paid coaching and consulting? I am the podcast answer man, and here in this podcast, I'm going to begin answering your questions. Any question you have related to podcasting, you, you send them my way, my friends, and we will play those questions on the show, and I'll answer your questions as you send them in. I got to tell you, I struggled for a bit t- choosing the name Podcast Answer Man as if it sounds like I arrogantly have all the answers to all of your podcasting questions. I, I want to assure you that I don't. Now, I have a year's worth of ex- uh, experience, well, probably at this point, thousands of hours devoted to podcasting. I, I'm Like I said, I'm consumed by them. And so uh, there is a lot that I have to offer. But here's what I will tell you. If you ask me a question 
and I don't know the answer to it, one thing I can assure you is I'm pretty confident that I know where I can go find the answer. So go ahead and ask your question, no matter what it is, and if I don't know the answer, I'll go find it. I'll go find somebody that has it. We'll search it together. And if I can't find it, I'll let you know here and I'll speak it out loud and say, listen, I haven't been able to find any of this. But you know what? I know some of you who are listening, you're smarter than I am in some of these areas. And if you know the answer, let us know. Call me up. Let me know. And I'll play your answer in a future episode of the podcast. That's how we're going to do things here. So yeah, I started and I began to charge people money to hire me one-on-one for an hour. And sometimes those people who hired me asked me questions that I had no experience with and I didn't have the answer to. And and I can't begin to tell you the number of uh, times over the past, t- de- well, 12 years that I had done that. Uh, over those 12 years, I used tools like social media. So I had a coaching client who one day was paying me lots of money per hour. Um, and he asked me a question I didn't know the answer to. So I said, hey, do me a favor just a moment. And we were face-to-face on, uh, uh, we weren't using Zoom at the time, but it was similar to it. And I said, I'm going to pull up my Facebook account here. And I went to facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. And I had several thousands of people, and most of them were into podcasting just like I was. And so I just typed in, hey, guys, I ha- I'm working with a client who is has this, this, and this, and he's asking this, this, and this, and I don't have experience with this. Do you have any recommendations, question mark? And then I hit submit. And I said, I've just asked that question. My guess with the thousands of people who are in my community, what I, I will likely get an answer pretty quickly. Now, if I don't, by the end of this call, have an answer for you, or at least some of those answers, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a link to that post on Facebook so that you can continue to follow that thread and just over the next couple hours, days, or weeks, watch what happens because you're gonna start getting tons of answers to that question. Now, we're five minutes into your one-hour coaching call with me. What's the next question you have on your list? That's what I did. So can you, ha- so, you ask, so, so this thought on your shoulder, not a negative belief, by the way, How can you give people advice and coach people and ask them to give you money when you haven't achieved something yourself? Did I, Mark, or did I not just give you the formula for how to do such a thing? And I did it over and over and over again. The ideal that you're going to wait until you have all of the answers to peop- that people might ask you during a, a call where they've paid you in advance for your time and service, that's crazy. You'll never be in a position where you'll, where you'll have all the answers, all right? But you don't have to. You could, you could be of value by being connected. Here's what I know about you, Mark. Chances are you're already a part of the podcast movement Facebook group, thousands upon thousands of podcasters in them. There are two other Facebook groups that I'm a part of. I'm pretty sure you're part of them as well. And all three of those podcast groups on Facebook have thousands and thousands of podcasts, podcasters in them. And anytime anyone ask you a question that you don't know the answer to, you can go and post it there. The fact that you know where those resources are, the fact that you know where to get the answers is what makes you worth hiring. 
because those people are coming to you and hiring you because they don't know where to turn to get the answers. All right, so how can I, now, can you tell somebody how to get thousands of listeners if you've not done so yourself? The answer is yes. Um, Can you help people grow their podcast to a level that you've never achieved yourself? The answer is yes. How could I do either one of those? Well, what I would do is I would actually create a podcast devoted to podcasting and create some amazing content that would attract just maybe a, a few hundred of those people. My guess is that you already have such a podcast. And my guess is that some of the people who listen to your podcast already have thousands of listeners. You might want to put out and say, hey, does do any of you have a podcast that has a minimum of 5,000 subscribers? That means that with, with every episode you produce, within 30 days, more than 5,000 people download each of those episodes. If so, email me. I would love to consider interviewing you on my show. And now you could interview those people and you could learn their tips, strategies, and advice. And you can interview several of those people. You can interview them individually and then combine one episode that says how to get more. Here's a, here are 10 tips for how to get more than 5,000 subscribers to your show. And you could actually have those 10 tips come from three different listeners that gave you several tips each, and you took the top 10 out of all of them, and you took you individually interviewed those people, but you didn't put all of the interviews into your show, but you took and edited portions of those conversations into one extremely powerful podcast episode, and now you've, you've condensed it down to the top 10 tips from these people, and you include it in your show, you put it in your show notes, you create a PDF document, And then you hold it on file. And then the next time somebody who hires you one-on-one, but but they've never listened to your podcast and they've just paid you, I don't know, let's just say they've just paid you 300 pounds for one hour of access to you one-on-one for your coaching and advice. And they ask you, Mark, how do I have, how can I build my audience uh, and get my first 1,000 subscribers? Oh, so glad you asked. Let me give you 10 tips right now. And you just go over to your Evernote file, look up that topic, boom, it's right there, and you then give him 10 different strategies for getting over his first 1,000 subscribers. Hey, what's the next question you have? Mark, does that sound possible to you? Yes, it is. All right, so he says, uh, Mark, you asked, uh, do I start my coaching courses and open myself up for people to hire me for an hour at a time? To, now, you said to make money, that, to make the money that I need to be able to pack in my job, dot, 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 or do I? Now, before I go any further, I'm going to tell you the answer is no to that question if, we, if you were to actually stop right there. What do I mean? It's like, wait a second, Cliff. I, everything you've said so far seems to be that you've, you're telling me that, yeah, now is the time to start to, to make money from doing the work I feel most called to do. Yes, I, you're, and you're right. But the answer to this first half of the question is, do I start my coaching courses and ask people to start paying money, paying me to make the money that I need to pack in my day job? The answer to that question is no. Mark, you should never ask anybody to give you money for the purpose of getting you to pack in your day job, all right? 
Nobody wants to get, okay, that's not true. There are plenty of people out there who would love to donate to you, to contribute to you and say, hey, Mark, I've gotten so much value from the content you create in your podcast. And you know what? Here's 20 bucks, man. Let I'd love to just give this to you for your fund of, of, of that you're building to, to build up the amount of money it would take for you to just pack in the day job or to jack in the day job. Because you've used, used, used both language now. You've used pack in and, and jack in. But you know what? You're not going to create a course that says, hey, here's the sales page form. I, by the way, I know that I'm being picky with language, but language is important. And sometimes the things that you're saying from your subconscious mind that offers these things up, it's more important than you might imagine. So you're not gonna create a sales page that says, hey guys, here's a tutorial on the exact equipment that you need to have a great sounding podcast. And if you buy this today, I will be one step closer, closer to jacking in my job at Royal Mail. Click here to buy now. That's not how this works, all right? <laughs> now I know that's not what you consciously were saying, but the way that you said it is actually subconscious and that is somewhere deep within you. You actually says, how can I give people advice and coach people and how, how can I tell people to do this? And do I, do I start these courses and ask people to pay me to make the money that I need to be able to, lay, uh, to, to leave my day job or do I do something else? Actually, you... Let me just see. Or do I start from scratch, put all of that advice that I have for others into action, get my podcast to a level where then I can then say, hey, people, I've achieved it. This is how I've done it. And I practice where I can practice what I preach before I get started. That was your full question. So let me so let me ask you, do you start your courses now? and open yourself up to be hired full time or uh, for for an hour of your time for coaching one on one. Yes, yes, yes. Is it to earn money so that you can pack in the day job eventually? No. You do it because people desperately want your advice. You said loads and loads of people are asking you. You've got you got CEOs of businesses asking for your advice. And yeah, they're asking you for things you've never done before. But you know what? Those CEOs don't know what Facebook groups to go to. You do. Those Facebook, those CE, Facebook, or those CEOs of companies do not have the network of relationships with other successful podcasters that you have. All right, you are. You have way more to offer to those people than you possibly imagine. And that's why I went so deep into that at the beginning. You said, Cliff, normally I wouldn't do this, but I'm gonna violate my own standard in life and I'm going to ask you this question even though I have nothing to offer in return. That's why I need you to understand the importance of why I brought that out in the beginning. See, Mark, you have a habit now. This is the second time I'm afraid to ask a CEO to give me money because I know I have nothing to offer him based upon the questions he's asking. And, and I want you to know that is a lie. That is a limiting belief. You have a lot to offer a CEO who asks you money. By the way, it is a limiting belief to think that if a CEO pays you 300 pounds for access to you one-on-one for one hour for your coaching, it is a limiting belief for you to think 
that you must answer all of his questions off the top of your head from your own personal experience right there on the spot. It is that it is not required. There is nobody that has that expectation. Now, are you going to be able to do that for more things than you possibly can imagine? Yes, you will shock yourself. All right, but it's not required. You, I can't begin to tell you the number of people. Today, by the way, the, today my coaching one-on-one with me is depending on how long of a contract that you work with me. If you hire me for, I know this sounds crazy, and, and, and people get a little weirded out when I throw out numbers. It doesn't matter to me what anybody thinks. But Mark, I'm talking to you. I want you to know, I don't do one-hour sessions. I, I just don't. I do 90-minute coaching calls. Nine, and in fact, I don't call them coaching. I, I do 90-minute coaching experiences with me. All right? I charge, if you came to me and says, Cliff, I want a single one 90-minute coaching experience with you, how much is it? Well, if you're looking for just one of them, it is $2,500 and you have to pay in advance. Here's a link to schedule the call right now. And they get a link and that link actually goes to a Calendly Pro account that I have and it shows them all the dates and times that I have available. They choose the one, they fill out all their name and information, email address, phone number for backup, all this stuff and, and they've got it all filled and, and before the, the little confirm or schedule confirmation or confirm this, add to calendar or whatever, bef- that little button's grayed out because right above it, because I have a Calendly Pro account, it has a credit card information box. And yes, there's the little secure symbol that says this is a privacy protected page. It's encrypted. Uh, and and it, before you move further, you've filled out all your information here. This call is $2,500. Enter your credit card information expiration date. And then once you've done that, it then gives you the ability to confirm the, the calendar. Your card is instantly charged $2,500, and now you're on my schedule. Now you're on my calendar. That's the process. I require anybody who's ever, at this point, anybody who hires me. And by the way, I'm recording this in June 2020. If you're listening to this in, let's say, 2025, chances are you will not be able to get access to me for 90 minutes for only $2,500. I know, but trust me, you just won't. But in June 2020, probably over the next three, six, or nine months, chances are you can still get me for this low of a rate. I know that sounds crazy, and it's like, dude, who is this guy? But that's where I'm at right now. And 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 I I say it with confidence because guess what? People pay me that rate. I I could show you the receipts. <laughs> it's there. All right. Now the average person who hires me for three months at a you know for a three month contract, a six month contract, or even a one year contract. If they right now, if somebody hires me one ninety minute session per month, but they agree to pay me in advance for an entire year, it's twelve thousand dollars. That's one thousand dollars. Once per month, I have a 90-minute call with them. That's what people are paying me. Now, I don't always have the answers right then and there. Sometimes somebody asks me something, and I'm like, that is an amazing question. You know what? I can think three places where I can go to get the answer to that. I'm going to go ahead and write this down, and I'm going to find. I'm going to do some research on that, and I'm going to get back to you. What else do you have on your plate today that we can talk about? 
all right? And then afterwards, because I actually charge enough for me to actually take time to serve them above and beyond just the limited amount of time that we have on that call, because I have the the, the the confidence to charge them enough, it gives me plenty of time to go and do further research, to grow. to and, and now when I go and research that and I find the answer and I give it to them and say, hey, remember last week when we got together on the call and you asked me this question? Well, here's a couple responses and I think this is what, and they're like, oh my, this changes everything, Cliff. Oh, dude, you know that $12,000 check I mailed you a couple months ago? This right here, far exceeds the value of anything I imagined getting out of our time together. And I can't believe that we still have six, you know, nine more months together. You know, that's the kind of exchanges I'm having with clients all the time. So Mark, I hope that this is instilling confidence in there in you, that you have the value already. You may not have all the answers right now, but don't wait till you have all the answers. Some of the answers you'll never have until somebody asks you the questions you never thought to ask yourself. Now, I'm gonna invite you, Mark, for just one second. You know that backward 30-second button on your podcast app? Hit that two or three times and go back and listen to that three times. All right, now that you've done that, so how can I give people advice? How can I coach people and ask them to give me a chunk of money unless I've achieved that myself? I hope, Mark, I've now answered that question for you. I've given you the step-by-step formula of just one way, and it's not the only way that you can do it. All right? Do I start my coaching and open my my courses? And yes, do I do it so that I can, do I ask, do I do it for the purpose of leaving my day job? No, you do it for the purpose of serving people. You do it for the purpose of following your passion. You do it for the purpose of, of following your heart, something inside of you that's drawing you to do things like ask Cliff questions, something that's drawing you to, to, to set up a podcast where you can start answering these questions for people, drawing you to create a course. That's, you follow that. You do it to follow your passion. You do it to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. You do it not to leave a job. You don't do it to jack in a day job. You do it to pursue what you feel called to do in this world. Don't do something because you're run away from running away for something. Do something because you feel drawn and called to do something bigger in life. That's why you do it. Okay? Um and or do I do I start from scratch, put all by the way, do you put all the your own advice into action yourself? Well, I don't know. Sometimes somebody may ask you for advice on something that isn't one of your goals. I have lots of that. You know, I used to, when I first started coaching, like exclusively doing mindset, business coaching, life coaching, transformation coaching, I used to think I can only help people who want to achieve something that I've already achieved myself. I used to, I had these same thoughts, Mark, but I want to tell you that that was a lie. The thing, the thing is, I have people who hire me for coaching who are doing things that I've never done before and who want to do things that I'll, I can't ever see myself wanting to do. And I'm able to successfully help them and get paid extremely well to do those things? Yes. So there's some advice that I give to people that I will never fi- follow myself because following that advice is, 
would would only lead me down a path that I have no desire to travel down. But that doesn't uh, keep me from seeking out or seeking out the answers to give them or the advice to share or or whatever. So no, you don't have to. Number one, you don't have to start from scratch. You start where you are. Yes. Um. Uh, you. I. Sometimes you want to practice the advice that actually does fit within alignment with your goals. You don't want to be a hypocrite and say, "Well, here's what you should do if you want this." Now, if you want what they want and you're not putting that advice into practice, then yeah, I can understand why you might feel like a little bit of a hypocrite. But that, do you have to actually do it successfully? No. To be success, or no, it was Earl Nightingale in The Strangest Secret says this. He says, success is the worthy progression towards, a, or is the pro- successive progression towards a worthy idea, a worthy goal. So that just means that you are moving toward it. You're starting to take action. So yeah, just start taking action on your own advice if that advice is related to something you also want for yourself. Do you have to have succeeded at it? No. The question is, is are you taking those, are you implementing those tips, strategies, and advice that you've researched? And are you seeing the numbers slowly go up? Or are you seeing you get one step closer to that end result? As long as you're moving in the right direction, you don't have to wait until you achieved it to tell other people how you got the momentum forward. Again, hit that hit that th- backwards 30-second button. Go listen to that one three times. Okay, um, let's see here. Or do I teach people and coach people at the stage I am now? Yes, yes, and yes. How to be a successful podcaster, how to interview people properly, and how to have the right equipment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, and how do you do that if you haven't achieved some of those things yourself? Well, I've already given you that answer. All right, he says, Cliff, it's your fault. It's the audio journal that has inspired me to finally give in to that inner voice of my heart that says enough is enough. Mark, I'll gladly accept the responsibility. I'll, the fault is all mine. I bear it all. I accept it. And I'm thrilled that the audio journal has been this powerful to you. So that's my answer to your question, Mark. Thank you for the privilege of using your geniusly communicated question as an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I appreciate you, Mark Jeffrey. The fact that you have given me permission to use your geniusly communicated question in this episode was a powerful thing to give me. You had something way more powerful to offer. Now, Mark, I want you to think about this for just a moment. Are are, are you listening to me, Mark? Uh, Okay. Ask yourself this question. Mark, do you think anybody else was listening to this episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show? Do you think that maybe there's some people out there who have some dreams and goals and aspirations and they've had some some urging inside of themselves that says, man, you should go after, I don't know, maybe it's something not, it's not podcast related, it's not teaching people how to podcast, but do you think there's anybody else that was listening to this episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, but man, when they heard your question, 
they they were able to instantly translate it and see how your question resonates with exactly what they're hearing in their heart about some other pursuit, some other dream, some other goal, some other desire that they feel called to do in this world, that they've been putting off and repressing because they don't feel like they have anything to offer, that they feel like an imposter, that there's no way that they could do those things. Do you think that that's happened, Mark? Do you think it's possible that some of those people have heard me speaking directly to you, but the entire time they forgot that I was speaking to you and felt just as though I was speaking directly into their soul? I can assure you, Mark, the answer is yes. So thank you. Thank you for this great gift. And until next time, I encourage each and every one of you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset Answerman. Hey, by the way, if you're still listening to this podcast episode, I want to encourage you to become a subscriber of the Audio Journal Podcast. Starting with episode 168, forget about the first 167 podcast episodes unless you want a powerful uh, experience of what's been going on in my life for the course of almost, well, for a year and a half and how my own life has radically transformed in some pretty powerful ways and I got to the level where I charge the rates that I do now and I successfully have filled out all of my client blocks I mean, you can skip all of that if you want, the first 167 episodes, but starting with episode 168 of the Audio Journal, I've since created 16 episodes of the Audio Journal just giving my thoughts on the first three and a half chapters of Think and Grow Rich. I have an anticipation of going through the entire remainder of this episode, or this book, and not only do I plan to not only do I plan to do that, but inside of the audio journal, I have plans on doing Cliff's notes on psycho cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz, uh, uh, the power of the subconscious mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy, and a slew of other resources and materials that are the most influential materials of my life that have caused me to get to where I am in life and overcome all of the limiting beliefs and all those negative dominating thoughts that used to to overwhelm me and hold me back from living the life of my dreams. That's the audio journal, my friends. It's available to you for only $10 per month. It'd probably be one of the the most cost-effective coaching experiences you could ever get from me in your entire lifetime for only $10 a month, mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal or patreon.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft.